his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Well, good afternoon all. Thank you so much for allowing us into your homes, uh, despite the restraining order. It's six minutes now past three o'clock on a Friday. Yes, indeed. It is September 11th, and of course, it is the 19th anniversary of same. More about which in a moment. And uh, Bohannon wrapping up my week here for Bob McLean. He'll be back on Monday at uh, 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Also, 106.3 WORD.com, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, which must share. But that's all right. That's good for building character. Our Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307, 71307. And uh, glad you are aboard here this afternoon. Just uh, a note. The National Football League, of course, made its return last night, and uh, the ratings hit a 10-year low, a 16-percentage-point drop from uh, last year. Well, as Nancy Pelosi once famously said about people burning down our cities, people do what people do. That's right. People do what people do. 9-11, the 19th anniversary of same, and that is uh, hard to believe for those who were of age at the time when that first happened. That's one of those, of course, defining moments in lives. If you're old enough, and very few are, I'm not, you can remember what you were doing and where you were when Pearl Harbor was attacked. The next such moment, uh, pretty much for most people, and uh, there are still any number of people who can remember this, where were you and what were you doing? when John Kennedy was assassinated in November of 1963. Then you get down, of course, to the twin assassinations of 1968, Martin Luther King Jr. and Robert Kennedy. But uh, probably that has had less impact on on many lives than the, the other two. The Challenger explosion, that was another one where often people can recall where they were and what they were doing. And, of course, 9-11, without question, people... Uh, If you were around and you were a grown-up, you can recall precisely what you were doing. I can tell you a little thumbnail of uh, my day. I was uh, at work at this network in Washington, D.C., in the newsroom there. Uh, And uh, when the first plane hit, I said, a plane falls out of the sky and hits the World Trade Center by accident? I don't think so. Then after the second plane hit, uh, I drove... Bad idea, by the way, toward the White House, about eight blocks away. 
got about halfway, because by then the entire city was evacuating, heading out as I was heading in. The Pentagon had been hit. Uh, rumors said that the Department of State or Congress might be next. Of course, we were not broadcasting the rumors, but we had to act on coverage, and so we sent people there just in case. And I also went to the White House uh, to keep us covered there. I got as far as Lafayette Park, just across the street from the White House. I got some uh, man-on-the-street uh, interviews, or these days that would be person-on-the-street interviews, and uh, showed my press passes. And uh, Uniform Secret Service, with their Uzis out and the safeties off, didn't really care much about my press passes. They didn't tell me what to do with it, but uh, the implication was pretty clear. So I stood there. And I watched as an F-16 fighter jet roared through the restricted airspace directly over the White House. I mean, he was low. He was low. Uh, just past the White House, I was standing on the north side of the White House. And if you look south of the White House, about five miles, I could see the smoke roiling off the Pentagon. You couldn't see the Pentagon from there unless you were uh, atop of, say, a 15-story office building. And they, they don't get that tall in Washington. But uh, you could see the smoke. And I knew the world would uh, would never be the same. Uh, then I uh, got all I could get there, so I walked back to my car, which I had left in front of some federal building. Uh, bad move. <laughs> when I got to my car, uh, feds with guns had a lot of questions. Whose car? Why is it there? Strange cars. We'll, we'll look inside. Uh, there were no bombs inside, so <laughs> that was fortunate for me. This time the press passes worked, actually. So I wound up getting back to the uh, the bureau eight blocks away. I filed some reports, some uh, sound or tape as it was back then. And then I began the 45-minute drive home. Uh, that day it took six hours. Got home and just barely had time to grab a bite to eat. About an hour's sleep. Turned right around, headed back into Washington uh, to do my regular nighttime job. Uh, I drove down Massachusetts Avenue right past where uh, Hillary Clinton and uh, and Bill were living at the time in Washington. And uh, uh, you, first of all, you saw the Washington, D.C. National Guard everywhere, jeeps, machine guns mounted on the back, and there was extra police protection at the end at the entrance to this one little little street off of Mass Avenue. That was the street on which the Clintons lived. Made it uh, down to work, started my show that evening, and my first words were, now it's our turn. And uh, so it uh, did turn out to be. Uh, we uh, certainly paid them back. The Taliban and al-Qaeda had become virtually the same thing with uh, al-Qaeda's money financing the Taliban government. And uh, we uh, have certainly crippled but not killed al-Qaeda. Osama bin Laden's remains are sprinkled over the ocean. Uh, but, uh, of course, as we prepare to... Uh, cut back our presence in Afghanistan even more. We are essentially telling the Taliban, which, by the way, uh, they own calendars too, and uh, they can pretty much tell that once we're gone, there's a good chance they will take power again. I would hope that we have left strong enough messages that if they should ever, ever host a group like al-Qaeda again, that uh, you could uh, read at midnight by the glow from... Uh, Afghanistan, glowing in the dark in any event. Uh, the most notable story, perhaps, about this year's anniversary is that those officially responsible for the commemoration 
tried to cancel it. The 9-11 Museum and Memorial quickly reversed itself. The outcry over its mid-August announcement that the annual ceremony would be canceled because of fears that conducting the tribute of light in lower Manhattan could expose electrical workers to COVID-19 was swift and intense. The passion reflects how deeply Americans still feel all of that pain 19 years later, brought on by the slaughter of nearly 3,000 of our fellow citizens and many others as well, killed by jihadists who hijacked the four jumbo jets, and uh, or uh, jets, not they weren't all jumbo jets, and used them as, as missiles, of course. So... Here we are, and it is uh, September the 11th all over again, and I hope that uh, the memory is fresh enough. I suspect that it is not for many, and let's not forget, let's say that you were entering first grade uh, in 2001. You were six years old, which is about as old as you could be and really understand at all what was going on. That means that you would have been born in 1995 which means that this year you turned 25. For for people 25 and under, 9-11 is like the death of Abraham Lincoln. It's nothing personal. It's something you read about in history books if they still read history books. Uh, it uh, It's not real. It's not a real memory for you. And that's too bad, frankly. This is 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and everywhere on the Radio.com app, time 315. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Afternoon, all. Thank you so much for being with us today. It is now 3.20 on this Friday afternoon, September the 11th, the 19th after 2001. Unbelievable. A lot of time has passed, and a lot of things have changed, and a lot of things have not really changed. The forces of fundamentalist Islam are still out there. I must confess that I have never entered a 9-11 without some trepidation, just because... It's just too great a target to do something big and nasty on the anniversary would be just so typical of them. And yes, I know, if uh, people think I'm tempting fate, do we still have a lot of of Friday, September the 11th left to go? But uh, uh, at least I, I pretty much don't look at any big gathering anymore 
uh, like uh, the Rose Parade, which, by the way, on January 1st will not be held, or uh, the Super Bowl, uh, I, I, the presidential inauguration, heaven forbid. Uh, but we should always keep that in mind. Anything's possible until we kill every last one of these vicious scum. Uh, this problem will uh, always be potentially out there. All right. The uh, great Bob Woodward debate and uh, the issue, uh, of course, is whether or not uh, uh, the president uh, tried to underplay the pandemic. The obvious question, of course, that people have been asking, and I have yet to hear Bob Woodward respond, uh, if it was such a, a major problem that the country was endangered back in February, then why, pray tell, didn't you release things? Or did you simply feel that it would be much better as a September surprise, something that could be used to defeat the president? Now, I'll be honest with you. I would not ordinarily make that accusation of Bob Woodward, but uh, the timing is just a little too good. He's not responded to those questions, but I wish he would. I wish he would. I wish he would say something, something, anything. Uh, for, uh, I, I take the, the idea, quite frankly, that uh, the president was really trying to keep Americans from panicking and uh, just going crazy. Uh, that, that is a worthwhile uh, consideration as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the president is never exact in his words, and that has hurt him, of course, uh, rather dramatically. But he was uh, trying to say, I just didn't want to get everybody crazy. I thought we could deal with it on a level where it didn't have to destroy the economy which was uppermost in his mind, not to destroy the stock market, don't destroy the infrastructure of the American economy. And uh, it's a worthwhile thing to do. A much better way of looking at uh, the president's behavior would be to look at his actions, not his words. Now uh, 323 at 1063 WORD, and of course the president acted pretty quickly on things such as uh, cutting off travel from China. Remember when a certain person who shall remain Joe Biden said that was xenophobic. Oh, xenophobic. More, by the way, about Biden and China uh, coming up in a moment. But uh, the president's sense of calm at the time staved off what could have been a massive financial downfall. And if you stop and look at what else has happened to the economy on top of that, that really was rather sound thinking when you get right down to it. Rather sound thinking. 1-800-347-1063. That's the Ingalls Advantage talk line and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. 71307. Checking out the uh, text line here uh, today on this uh, September the 11th. Uh, Jimbo, people also remember where they were during positive events, like the moon landing, quite true, or when they finally put bin Laden out of his misery. Yeah, absolutely. Um the announcement from uh, from President Obama. I remember I was at home when the announcement came out. That's all I can recall, just uh, watching TV. Um, in terms of the moon landing, I remember that vividly. I was in the Army at the time when we landed on the moon. And uh, I remember watching that unbelievable, eerie set of photographs. So, yes, people do 
uh, also remember uh, some of the uh, the positive things as well. But uh, certainly 9-11 was one of those negative things which we will all remember if you were alive and old enough. And again, you would have to be about 25 today to be old enough. Otherwise, for you, this is just history. It means uh, nothing in uh, any particular way. I am uh, hopeful that, that we can somehow remember the the true lessons of that day. I remember right after 9-11, I made a call for a resurrection of patriotic parades in this country, which I think had a brief a brief gain. Uh, of course, coming up right after 9-11 was Veterans Day, and I think there were a, a few more of such parades in this country, but I'm sure they've sunk back down to, to where they were before. Let's not forget as well that it was in uh, the Obama era that uh, there was an effort to change 9-11 into a national day of service, which was uh, an attempt to shift away from its designation by Congress just weeks after the attack as Patriot Day. And, well, that says all you need to know. Uh, Patriot's Day, obviously, a little too jingoistic uh, for Barack Obama and crew, including, of course, one uh, person who shall remain, Joe Biden. So I just hope that things have not gotten back to the point of such normalcy that we just don't remember. <laughs> or we will be rudely reminded again. <laughs> and I, I would just assume that we not be rudely reminded again. Please, please, not, not again. We, we don't need that. But if any of you would like to share your thoughts, your memories of where you were, when you got the, the news. How many of you uh, thought it was a terror attack from the beginning? I'm curious about that. I just did not. I said, what are the odds of a plane falling out of the sky over Manhattan? New York City is a fairly good-sized area, and it just happens to hit the World Trade Center? No. I didn't think so, honestly. I, I just thought that that was too much of a coincidence. And, of course, the second plane quickly, uh, quickly confirmed that. But it was, uh, it was an unrealistic time to me. I mean, I, I watched it all happening. It was hard for me to believe it was happening. And, of course, for me, being in Washington, I was just a few miles away from the Pentagon. I could actually, uh, from certain locations where I was at, at work, I could see the smoke coming off the Pentagon, as I mentioned a, a second ago. So, uh when I said at the time that nothing would ever be the same, and it's not completely the same, but certainly things are closer to the same than honestly I would uh, I would like them to be. They, they've become a little too same, honestly, and we've become a little too blasé, and that's the kind of attitude that is going to get us in the situation of paying a price if we don't keep in mind what happened on that day. I'm hopeful. <sighs> And I'm not even sure why I'm hopeful, but I'm hopeful that uh, that we will remember. All right. Stay with us. We've got more to come here this afternoon. Much to talk about. Uh, the vice president and the former vice president met at uh, Shanksville, Pennsylvania this past day uh, on the uh, day of the memorial for Flight 93. And uh, they, they bumped elbows. Wasn't that special? 
Jimbo for Bobby Mack, 1-800-347-1063, the Ingalls Advantage talk line. And we'll be back with more in just a moment for this Friday, September the 11th, the time 329. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast afternoon all and thank you so much for being with us today it's 25 before four o'clock on a friday tgif at uh, 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. And we've got 106.3 WORD.com, of course, plus 101.5 FM in Anderson and uh, 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. The Ingalls Advantage talk line is available for you at 1-800-347-1063, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. And uh, let us proceed uh, on uh, that here this at oh, I almost forgot. Uh, the best of Bohannon Sunday nights on uh, 106.3. This week's offering, it goes from 8 till 10 p.m. every Sunday night. And the 8 p.m. hour 
will be uh, Colorado Republican Congressman Ken Buck and efforts to try and keep our national monuments from being vandalized by the ignorant riffraff. Uh, then in the second hour, the 9 p.m. hour Sunday night, We'll talk with Adam Angievsky, the CEO and founder of OpenTheBooks.com, and he will get into some of the details of the stuff they've uncovered about government waste. Somehow we managed to squeeze it into an, a whole hour. <laughs> Don't know how. Okay, Texter says, December 3rd, support police officers. Wave flags, hanging them outside, and uh, so long. Let's have nationwide event. Police have had a terrible year. Many of them actually have had to quit in uncertain economic times. Okay. Uh, I don't know what December 3rd is, honestly, and I, I Googled it, and uh, they don't seem to know either any connection between December the 3rd and police. So sorry about that, but uh, uh, sure, any excuse to support our police, that's fine. Other texters here, let's see. Uh, hey, Jimbo, I was in the Sand Dollar Campground in Slidell, Louisiana, when we landed on the moon. We were all crowded in a small hut that uh, happened to have only uh, uh, that happened to have the only black and white television available. Okay. Another thought here regarding memorable dates, and in particular this one. Uh, texter says it is ironic that President Bush was visiting a Florida school near Sarasota, just a few miles from the airport, where the terrorists got the training that made it possible for them to fly the commercial jets they used in the attack. Uh, I'm sure that uh, we have tightened this uh, this up in many ways uh, since that time. But uh, the dead giveaway, of course, was the fact that some of these erstwhile pilots had no desire to learn how to land, only to take off. Landing was not a prime consideration. They had already figured out how they were going to land at uh, at high speed, okay. Let's see here. Uh, Jimbo, Jamie Harrison's blowing a lot of ad money on this channel. I think he assumes that because a lot of us WORD listeners don't like Lindsay, we'll just vote for him. Lindsay sucks, but he's still better than a commiecrat. <laughs> well, Lindsay, for all of his uh, his problems, is certainly superior to uh, Jamie Harrison, whom another texter describes as a welfare and food stamp baby. Uh, okay, whatever. Uh, I'm not sure if that is supposed to be a plus or a minus in terms of rating him. I don't care for his policies, so that's uh, good enough for me. Texter says, Jimbo, I was in Kabul, Afghanistan. When we got the news of bin Laden's death, we were expecting retaliation from the Taliban. Interesting point. Uh... I don't remember hearing about any retaliation by the Taliban. That doesn't mean there wasn't any. It means that it didn't reach uh, the major news media. But I, I always was kind of curious about that. So that texture was there. So I guess that means that there wasn't, because I'm sure everybody would have known over there. All right. Let's see here. What else we've got here? I used to fly small planes and I was putting into the parking lot at work on September the 11th as uh, your sister station in Charlotte broke the news that a plane had uh, just hit the World Trade Center. I was thinking it was either a bad pilot or a really bad fog. Then the announcer came on and said a plane had hit the South Tower at that moment. I knew it was a terrorist attack. 
when inside the bank where I was, the manager told the staff that we had been attacked and uh, that, uh, let's see here, they all laughed at me after turning the TV set on to get the story. Interesting. Uh, Jim, three things that made me sick to my stomach. O.J. Simpson getting away with murder, 9-11, and losing my mom, Gerald and Cowpens. Wow, that's quite a trio there. Yeah, uh, talking about people who laughed there, I'm sure there were those who did take it as a jest. I can tell you a quick John Kennedy story for me, uh, such as my age that I was in college when John Kennedy was uh, killed. And uh, I cannot think of Purdue University, for example. I hear about Purdue in any context, football game, what have you. And I always think of being there when Kennedy was shot. I was among the handful of Americans who never worried about the fate of John Kennedy. Most Americans, of course, heard he was shot. How's he going to do? Is he okay? Is he going to recover? I never worried about that because I was in a collegiate debate, and they didn't interrupt the debate. It was an hour-long debate. So when the debate started, everything was fine with the world. When the debate was over, an hour later, we all knew. So I never at least went to that, that, that period of anxiety, wondering, was John Kennedy going to make it? Uh, I remember this uh, young woman, I think one of the students at Purdue, walked into the room, and, and she looked terrible. And she said, uh, the president's been shot. And I made some kind of snarky remark. I forget what. And I'm sure it's best forgotten. And then I wandered out of the student union, that wonderful, dark, wood-paneled student union at Purdue. I've often wondered if it's still there that way. And I watched Walter Cronkite break down on the TV set. That was a pretty wild moment as well. So this has been one of those times. And goodness knows, I hope we learned the lessons. By the way, uh, if, you, if you missed this, there has been uh, a new uh, normalization of relations announced between Bahrain and Israel, first the United Arab Emirates, and now Bahrain. These are two of those little states that line the, the Persian Gulf. Uh, they're small, but they got oodles and oodles of oil, of course. The key thing about this and why Donald Trump really deserves the Nobel Peace Prize, even though I'm sure he won't get it, is that there had been this logjam. First, uh, Jimmy Carter got Egypt to come aboard, and then Jordan came aboard. And that was it. Two Arab countries. Two Arab countries. And now finally, almost half a century later, you've gotten two more moving in that direction. Uh, by the way, while I give full credit to Donald Trump, it happened on his watch and at his instigna uh, uh, instigation. But I, I would have to remind you, that uh, part of what's at work here is the fact that uh, Iran is forcing this. If there's one thing that the Arabs and Israel have in common, it is that they are frightened of and angry about Iran. So thank you, Iran, for finally, in your own perverse, terroristic way, thank you for contributing to peace. We've got Cassandra calling in from Greenville this afternoon. Hi, Cassandra. Hi there. Or maybe not. <laughs> Hello. Yes, Cassandra, you're on the radio. Go right ahead. Yes, I, I, I had to call because um, a while ago I came across my diary entry from the day that we first landed on the moon. And uh, I was a young teenager. And, and, I, and it's very brief, but I, I'd like to read it for your audience. Um, mm -hmm. 
uh, they could decide whether we should lower the voting age or not. But this is my diary from, from that day. Indiana Dunes, it turned out great. I didn't see Steve at 7.30 Mass as I had hoped, but I didn't mind so much because I kind of liked Jack. Don't get me wrong, no one could come close to Steve. But Jack really helped the day. I met him at the Dunes. We stayed together all day. He acts like he likes me, but he's going with Mary Beth. Oh, well. That's it. On the day he landed on the moon. That, that's that the whole it. thing. <laughs> Isn't that and, unbelievably pathetic? Well, and they want I'll put to it lower the voting age. And, but, and, you know, actually in America, it's beautiful that teenagers don't have to think or didn't have to think about politics. And now they do. It's sad. But, you know, not, not I don't know. Yeah. You should be caring about boys and beaches and fun instead of what's going on right now with all the the terror and horror and devastation that they're they're putting our nation through. Yeah, I'm so. afraid you're right. But I'll tell you, Cassandra, we are laughing with you, not at you. Okay? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I, you know, absolutely. Uh, at that age, you know, I'm sure I was uh, was saying something vacuous uh, as well, whatever. And I hope that yes. the the right I hope that the right boys and the right girls got together. Okay. I hope so. You know, I kept looking when we first were talking about this last year. I was right. looking. I'm like, oh, let me find that in my old diary, and I couldn't find it. And then I saw this, and I'm like. I can't find it because I didn't even write about it. Oh, my gosh. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> so, you should not anyway, be ashamed. Thank you. You're a delight <laughs> and a dear lady. such a great show. Thanks, Take Cassandra. Care. You betcha. All righty. The time now is uh, 14 before the hour of 4 o'clock. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
afternoon, all. Thank you for being with us on this 19th anniversary of 9-11. Uh, Dan and Boiling Springs didn't hang around, but you're welcome to call back. In the meantime, let us speak on the Ingalls Advantage talk line with Jane in Greenville. Hi, Jane. Hey, good afternoon. Jimbo, I have to say I really like it when I hear your voice. Uh, you give Your voice gives me a lot of feeling of security. I don't know why. Maybe you sound like my husband. but Well, thank um, you very my, much. My 9-11 story, I was uh, at home in Lawrenceville, Georgia. My husband was in the hospital in Duluth, Georgia. I saw the first plane hit the first tower and got in the car and just shot down to where the hospital was. And I stood in his room. He had just been released from um, intensive care. And like I said, he was on the top floor. And we stood there. We stood there and watched the second plane hit. And as we were standing there, a lot of doctors came into his room. And, of course, we're all looking out the window, and there we are on the top floor. And all of us just wondering, okay, what, what's next? But you talk about moments you will never forget. That was one. Uh, the other thing is my uh, youngest grandchild had just been born um, the day before. So his birthday is September 10th. That's one we will never forget. And it was um, it, it was a strange day. Uh, my boss, I'll tell you what happened to him. He was stranded in D.C. He was pretty smart. He immediately went to the car agency. He got the very last car and drove back to Atlanta. And I thought, well, okay, that's using your head. That was pretty well, smart. Yeah, because they were not going to last very long, that's for sure. Well, the other thing was uh, the day after 9-11, maybe a day I had an appointment, uh, my partner and I did up in um, Clark Summit, Pennsylvania. And, hey, we got on a plane. We flew to Clark Summit, Pennsylvania. That was the day after 9-11. Really, wow. we didn't have all the security then. And we landed really, in I the mean, airport. I thought that they had closed down all the, uh, the flights in the country. <clears throat> they, they hadn't done that yet, um, huh? It may, have, it may have been two days. Um, okay. It was very soon after 9-11. Uh-huh, okay. We already had the reservation, so anyway, we yeah. flew up to Clark Summit, and and yeah. I remember being in in a little airport in Pennsylvania, um, and my partner was uh, ex-military. He commented that the National Guard didn't have any, um, it's not bullets. What do you call it? Didn't have any clips in their guns. I thought the airport was just uh, overrun with National Guard, but. Like I said, my partner was ex-military. He said, uh, "You'll notice they don't have clips in their guns." I thought, wow! I mean, okay. uh, that, I mean, if they were carrying your your standard M16 issue, uh, uh, you you can see the magazine. I mean, <laughs> now they could of course, of course had empty magazines, I guess. But that I'm not sure what you do with a with an M16 with an empty magazine. I guess do you go rat tat tat? I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure what you do with well, that. Well, I, I, <laughs> it was probably just for security and for effect. I, I yeah. listen. I never knew. I just thought it was an odd thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it must have been more than two days afterwards because my, sure, right. you know, I, I wouldn't have left my husband the day after. Um, anyway, he recovered, got out of surgery. He left half of his innards there at the oh, hospital, oh, unfortunately, dear. but uh, he had a great life until he died. So, well, um, I, I, I am uh, that day is uh, is doubly memorable for you, and uh, and uh, thank you for sharing that, Jane. It. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there are many people for whom that was a, a double intersection of, of, of information, well, people who had something that happened in their own life on top of this. So, But go ahead. 
Well, there was another thing. Uh, my my business partner and I we flew out to um, uh, California uh, for a uh, convention, and this was hardware and software and banking. And um, I'll tell you, you could have pulled down the hallways of that convention. I mean, these conventions were well attended, and of course, being in California, you'd expect everybody to want a trip to California. And yeah, we were in the I don't can't remember the city where that crystal cathedral was um that was the city i just remember that city is where Uh the convention was but honest to goodness you could have bowled down the center of that convention there was nobody nobody and we were lined up to um talk with people from a certain bank and uh, i remember my partner found out they weren't going to be there and he just sort of you know and he took a powder i don't know where he went but i talked to the bank Actually, I bought their old equipment. They had just been purchased, and that was something uh-huh. had their purchase had something to do with nine eleven. Anyway, I bought their old equipment. I made money. My partner yeah. didn't. So, anyway, but wow. it's just it's a small thing. Things like nine eleven, but it's but, like but it's it's part of your memory. It's it's a part of your memory, and that that's what I wanted people to share today. So that's uh, that's important, Jane. Thank you very much. Uh, the, the idea of sharing, I think, is is cathartic uh, for everybody because even even uh, this long after the fact, uh, that can still be pretty, a pretty, uh, pretty painful memory. So thank you for that, and uh, we, we appreciate you and your listenership and your call. Thank you so much. All right, 1-800-347-1063. That's the number that uh, Jane in Greenville used to call in the Ingalls Advantage talk line, 1-800-347-1063. And the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. 71307. We'll get caught up in what the texters are thinking about. We'll also talk about the college professor who says there's nothing wrong with the murder of a Trump supporter from a moral perspective. No, I didn't make that up. There is nothing wrong with the murder of a Trump supporter from a moral perspective. Not only a university professor... He's being paid in tax dollars. Jimbo for Bobby Mack at 106.3 WORD. The news is coming up next. The time now, 3 before 4. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 